You're listening to the Yak Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm Andy Yakabarski, your co-host and three-time Steel City champion. And I'm Jimmy Yakabarski, commissioner of the ever-famous Steel City Fantasy Football League. Oh, yeah. And we bring you over three decades of experience and the skills to help you dominate your league. So, uh, Andy, welcome back. Yes. Back in the fray after, uh, you know, roughly we had about a little over a three-month layoff. Um, We're not going to get into any, like, detailed logistics here, but it's definitely been uh, a rough go for my brother, and we're ecstatic to be able to have him, uh, let's just say... uh, Yes, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited to be back with you again here, Jim, my brother, <laughs> and uh, excited to be happy talking back with all of you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just traded out some health issues, and I'm a few organs shy of what I once was, but I'm still 100% of the man that I used to be, hopefully even stronger now. Uh, I also want to extend my thanks to all my family, friends, and neighbors that supported me on the rough road with all your prayers, love, and generous support. I'm truly, truly humbled. But that's enough yep. about me, Jimmy. On with the show. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a lot to talk about, Jimmy. A lot to talk about on today's show. Um, this is our off-season show. Mm-hmm. Um, probably do this one. Probably one more. Wrap up the draft next week. Um, like we said, it's been a while since we've been together. Um, Jimmy, before we get started, though, um, I believe we need to show our support to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers community, uh, in particular quarterback Dwayne Haskins and his family and friends. Uh, what a horrible tragedy that was down in Florida. Um, I guess the story comes out now that his car ran out of gas. He called his wife, said his car ran out of gas, and he was going to go get some. Went across the highway when he was hit by a, by a truck. So just horrible, horrible tragedy. I mean. Yeah, I was uh, fairly stunned to hear about, you know, <clears throat> w- what had actually occurred. Right. Yeah, it's hmm. very. Shocked and confused at the same time. Dwayne Haskins was an excellent he quarterback at Ohio State. 24 yeah. years old. You know, the world in his hands. Just total and complete shame. Um, and everybody that knew him said he was such a great guy. and Hard work, hard work ethic and everything. So right now we'll have a moment of silence for Mr. Haskins. Rest in peace, Mr. Haskins. Let's go to the headlines. This offseason is brought to you by Pittsburgh Socialites, a luxury lighting company. Want to surprise your wife or mom with a Mother's Day gift this year? How about some luxury uplighting for your beautiful home? Pittsburgh Socialites is 100% short, extremely professional when it comes to all your lighting needs. This segment here is, I creatively titled, Andy's Biggest Offseason Moves. Yes, I talk in third Whoa. person. I like The Rock. That's how all the greats <laughs> do it. So here's a list of players for the biggest off-season moves. I can't touch them all in one show, but on the edge of my seat, the biggest ones. This is very exciting. It's a very exciting off-season for uh, for all these moves. I mean, it's crazy. Big name moves. Listen to these names. I'm just gonna say the names. Not gonna go into detail on where they went or anything. But listen to these names where they moved: Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Carson Wentz, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deshaun Watson. Amari Cooper, Mitchell Trubisky, 
Russell Wilson, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, Matt Ryan. Every one of those guys are no longer with their former teams. What do you think about that, Jim? I mean, isn't that crazy? It's big name guys. when you're looking at, yeah, a lot of receiver moves. A lot of receiver moves. And some, you know, let's say Hall of Fame quarterback, potential Hall of Fame quarterback moves too there. Who on that list is Hall of Fame quarterback, Jim? Uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Oh, definitely uh, Matty Ice. You think so? Really? Yeah. He's never won he, the big one. He's that caliber. They should have beat the Patriots. Yeah, they should have beat year. the Patriots, but he's I never mean, won the big one. I can't believe they so came back. I can't put him in a Hall of Fame discussion without yeah. winning the big one. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, that guy there, he's a franchise I mean, he's, guy. He's he a, was a franchise guy for Atlanta for how many if years? If you're not going to put him in the Hall of oh. Fame, he's damn close. So he's been, he's had a hell of a career, and he hasn't had the best defenses in, in Atlanta to support him. Very true. Got caught in a lot of shootouts. Kind of like Matthew Stafford before he went to and the Rams. Another one, seeing that we're in the Pittsburgh fan base here, the Steelers, um, Big Ben not being on his former team and obviously uh-huh. retiring, you know, is also huge news in the offseason. Really, right. probably the biggest news right. out of all of that. So, yeah. And then uh, Russell Wilson, um, I could see him eventually getting Hall of Fame status. Yeah, that's possible. He has never won the big one either. Has he? No, they lost to no. the Patriots as well. Oh, man, that Brady. <laughs> man, I tell you what, I'm not going to go into all the... Uh, Throwing an interception on the goal line. The scandals. When but, he should have handed off to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember that now. Just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> so we're going to touch on a few of these guys here. We're going to discuss them. You guys can think about your own opinion of what, what we think about um, these guys. First guy is Kansas City wide receiver... Tyreek Hill traded to Miami for first, second, and fourth round 2022 draft picks this year and fourth and sixth round picks for next year, 2023 draft. Um, Obviously, Jimmy, I think the winner here uh, has got to be Miami. Tyreek Hill, the proven performer, in my opinion. Yeah, that was I was kind of blindsided on that. I didn't I didn't I didn't expect that either. Kansas City wanting to deal Tyreek Hill. No. Tyreek Hill, the Hill Mahomes combination was killer for teams. So, I mean, to me, he's top three. And a lot of people say he's the best wide out in the league. Now he joins 2021 sensational rookie Jalen Waddle in Miami. That'll make for a uh, quite a formidable offense, won't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you don't I like, have you don't like Tua. Well, I have shown you some of those Tua videos to where he uh, yeah. is completely inaccurate <laughs> in throwing the b- deep ball that goes out of the stadium. Aren't those TikTok videos that just users just made up? Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I have seen some deep ball strike errors yeah. by him compared to Mahomes, and it's it, well, we'll kind of funny to watch. A little exaggerated, yeah, I, will admit, I will admit that. You're yeah. not going to throw it over the stadium wall. Yeah, so Jimmy, <laughs> right. so Jimmy, back to the Chiefs. I mean, I guess you'd say they're in a rebuild stage now, which I guess is good for them. They must be really happy with Byron Pringle's production. Byron Pringle's. <laughs> and, I don't know, they must think Mahomes can do it all with his, you know, I mean, he is early in his 10-year half-billion-dollar contract, so now's a good time to rebuild. Yeah. Uh, they did pick up Juju, Smith-Schuster, and free agency. Yeah, they must be impressed with Juju between him and Byron. They got him for they cheap, figured, though. One they, year, 3.25 mil. I think they're really expecting uh, um, McCole Hardman to really step up in that burner, deep okay. burner role like Tyreek filled. 
Do you think Juju will be able to contribute in a way to make KC still a top contender in the AFC? He will be able to contribute because of Mahomes. Okay. I mean, no matter how bad he seems to play, um, Mahomes has a way of just eluding the rush, finding people. He's he's going to be productive with, with him being able to scramble and extend plays. You know, I know, like, they talked about how Juju could rarely get open whenever Antonio Brown left the Steelers and how it was always like, okay, is he truly a number one? This proves that he wasn't maybe a genuine number one on the team. But, I mean, with somebody like Mahomes at the helm, unlike yeah. what Roethlisberger experienced last year with being like a, a redwood tree that couldn't move anywhere, um, kind of in the pocket, Um yeah, he didn't throw too many balls over 20 yards, so, so that definitely helped Juju. Right, so Juju, um, you know, being able to, uh, let's just say, not catch those quick slant checkdowns and things like that, he'll be able to be able to run some more routes. And, and I mean, there's still Travis Kelsey there. So, I mean, True. a tight end, one of the very few tight ends in the league that can stretch the field. Yeah. So I thought... With them letting Tyreek Hill go, they must have a lot of confidence in Hardman. Um, they could potentially be bring in even another receiver besides Juju, but uh, they must be pretty happy with you know the Mahomes Kelsey connection. I think it'll be really interesting to see um, what they do with those picks. You know, they got, I could see them drafting a receiver. They got a bunch of picks, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, next guy I want to talk about, Jim, is Green Bay. I'd like to just mention here yeah. that uh, it's been um, kind of known that they kind of have their eye on a couple different receivers, potentially. In the draft? Yeah. Okay. Maybe like uh, the two Ohio State receivers. Right. Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave. Yeah. And I heard Olave was also uh, I heard sought after by the Packers. I heard he's also being sought after by Atlanta. I've seen mock drafts out there, which mm -hmm. I think I have it in my notes here later in the show, but they got Pittsburgh Steelers trading their 20th pick to Atlanta on their for Chris Olave, hmm. which is kind of weird. But okay. I don't know where that kind of intel came from, but I think that'd be a big mistake on the Steelers' part. But, yeah, back to what I was saying, Jim. Next guy I want to talk about is Green Bay, ex-Green Bay wide receiver, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers' favorite target, traded to the Las Vegas Raiders for a first-round mm -hmm. 2022 draft pick and a second-round 2022 draft pick. To play um, with his previous college quarterback, Derek right, Carr. Right, dangerous. Carr Adams. So, again, I'd say the winner here, Jim, is back to the proven product. Las Vegas wins here. Adams, in my right. opinion, is currently the best receiver in the league. He is probably the best route runner. Yes, out of any of the receivers, and from from what I hear in the uh, NFL circles, um, Amari Cooper is a close second in route running. So Las Vegas will have that explosive superpower, and now they'll also have Adams to stretch the field while the up and coming Hunter Renfro. They definitely the slot. Yeah, they could definitely use. Obviously, Devontae Adams services. Having Hunter Renfro was like the top receiver on the team. 
Yeah, which is they had nobody. Which was shocking. Now they have Adams, Renfro in the slot. You got Darren Waller at tight end. Yeah, I mean you, you got good. Jacobs at running, but you got a formidable offense. We should make a trip out to Vegas this year, Jim. We really should make it happen. Where's the next Super Bowl? Is it Vegas? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're eventually going to have it there. We'll have to look at it the next few years. Yeah, we need to get the show rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all your friends and family out there to listen to the show. You know, every third person, you know, the world yeah, or something. Especially you out, you guys out there in Finland. <laughs> yes, the Finlandese and you Japanese guys out there. Konnichiwa. Welcome to the show. So Green Bay gets two draft picks this year for Devontae Adams. They get first and second round picks. Um, but, you know, look how many guys you go out and see you grab in the first round. They flop. Yeah. So, yeah, it's too bad. Those Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddles of the world are few and far between. So is Chris Olave, is he one of them guys who would kind of break out of the mold like that first year? Yeah, supposedly. I doubt it. Supposedly, uh, you know? what I've heard about him, too, is also um, incredible ability with the route running and a extremely high IQ. Next biggest offseason move, Jimmy, is Deshaun Watson. After all the controversy from last year, he lands a five-year... This is my favorite part. $230 million guaranteed deal with the Cleveland Browns, making him the second highest paid quarterback in the league. $230 million. Yes, yes. Jeez. And no, Baker Mayfield is not the first. How many massage parlors can you buy with that? A lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Depends on the market. Pittsburgh, you know, you're looking at a lot. Vegas, maybe, maybe three, four. Jeez. I don't know, but it's insane. I mean, well, this he's in Cleveland. It's insane. It's insane for them to pay that kind of money for the guy, for anybody. Yeah. Let alone him. I mean, yeah, the guy has got a lot of talent, but he hasn't played in a year starting, and they just give him he guaranteed money. He gave him Hall of, Hall of Fame money there. He hasn't proven his worth. The guy, that. I mean, you know. I was high on the guy a lot, you know, with all his abilities to run. Mm. He could score you a lot of fantasy points. Yeah. But let's face it, the guy shattered his ankle on a non-contact play. Uh-huh. It was out. You're going to pay a guy like that guarantee money? Did they miss that memo <laughs> in Cleveland? They had to have. That's Cleveland. And poor Baker Mayfield. This past Sunday, Baker Mayfield had his Heisman Trophy statue unveiled in Oklahoma. But as of this broadcast, mm-hmm. he's still with the Browns. But he's definitely looking to get traded, which I think Jim will most likely take place at the draft. What do you think? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen a Baker Mayfield commercial in a while. <laughs> he's out of the stadium. No longer his home. He might be gone. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's, so. He's waiting to be shipped elsewhere. Yeah, he's definitely not going to. There's some speculation He's definitely on, not going to be there next season. That. And my guess is I probably do have, I do have some. probably this weekend he'll be packing his bags and I, Monday he'll be told, showing up was, somewhere else. Yeah, I, May second. The I the May hot 2nd. spot I've heard of is uh, becoming the new Seahawks quarterback. Ah, that could be a good fit. You know they got a lot of, they got a lot of weapons there in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a good fit. Next guy, Mitchell Trubisky. Former first-round pick in 2017, drafted number two overall. The former Bears starting quarterback in Bills' backup gets picked up by the Steelers in free agency. Trubisky's four-year run had its shares of ups and downs. Jimmy, how do you feel about Trubisky joining the Steelers' camp 
for a reported two-year, $14 million deal and up to $27 million in incentives. Let's just say low price tag for Steelers now being Super Bowl caliber team. You're saying Steelers are a Super Bowl caliber team? Yeah, bringing in Trubisky. (laughs) (laughs) Trubisky is a former number two overall pick. Yeah, I just said that. He got hosed in Chicago, you know, maltreated. Aided. Um, So that's not really a good measure of of success. And he does have a... um, a winning record overall, I believe, um, in his tenure there. And, yeah. And then, you know, no fault of his, he gets shipped off to Buffalo, and being Allen's backup, obviously he's not going to be the starter there. So nothing has really shown me that he is necessarily, let's just say, um, a has-been. Right. He, he's, he's young. He'll he'll have some real spotlight opportunity here. Yeah. Yeah, he's a young guy. I mean, he only has four years in the league. He's relatively pretty fresh, and I think them given that um, he can scramble them throwing the incentives on that deal, twenty seven million dollars incentives. That tells me right there that you're going to be our guy, and you're going to be our guy, and you make it done for us. We're going to put a little money in your pocket. So I don't I don't see them. Um, Moving on to the 2022 NFL draft, I don't see the Steelers going out and snagging up a quarterback early on, you know. And that's that's what it comes to. This brings you the They'll NFL still do draft it in round coverage. One. They'll still do it in round one. You think so? I think they're going to grab a quarterback regardless of him. Well, this Thursday is round one of the Just NFL draft. Just to put more, more heat in the, in the QB room. I don't know. I can't see that. I don't. I don't think so. I think I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're going to. But it is mm. always exciting to see gets taken mm-hmm. and what team feels their biggest improvements will, should be. Um, historically, Jim has been a lot of skill players taken back before the NFLPA agreements uh, with the draft. A lot of running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks taken the first round. But now teams are more focused on seems like the defensive side of the ball, grabbing their monster edge rushers. The shutdown corners, mm-hmm. the stellar safeties. Yeah. Why do you think that's the case, Jim? Why do those teams go defense? Yeah. Um, because especially when you're talking the edge rushers as far as a pass rush, that's where everything starts on defense. If you if you don't have time to breathe, you don't have, really have to worry about having a lot of pressure on your secondary. They also have like shutdown corners getting taken like top five overall in the draft. Right. You think that's smart? I would depend upon how that team's front seven is. Yeah. I mean, if you have a weak front seven, I don't care if you have a shutdown quarter, if that quarterback has all day to throw, they're gonna get away from that high caliber player at some point within, you know, if he's able to kind of like improvise. Right. And have time to do that. If you have a solid front seven, yeah, go ahead and grab that shutdown quarter. Right. There's always a lot of drama at the draft, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always some sort of story, some sort of drama going on. Like, you remember Eli Manning whining about getting picked up on the Yeah, Chargers. hopefully nobody complains about what team they're on <laughs> and just is happy with... It'd be kind of funny. ...being 
Picked. And having an elevated social status as <laughs> millions of people in America would just, you know, appreciate that opportunity and yeah. not, not take it for granted. Instead of being a smuggy, egotistical so asshole. They shouldn't be like Brady Quinn, who got <laughs> shuffled off in a private room after he wasn't drafting the first 10 picks. Right. And then he goes, and then what? A, 22nd. And then he turns into a Phone com- call. commentator. Well, he got drafted in the 22nd pick overall. First round by the Cleveland Browns. Well, he wanted to be the first overall. Ouch. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think some, Very sometimes some of the, some of these guys. I remember his girlfriend consoling him. They look at their collegiate production and they think it's going to automatically translate to the NFL, right. and it does not. No, I mean, for obvious reasons. We're talking. We're talking the best of the best. I mean, you, you might be playing. You know, let's just say there's certain teams in in college that you're going to be able to have your will with. So in stats. So with the Steelers, Jim, the Steelers in the draft here. Um, like we talked, touched on a little bit earlier in the show, I don't believe the Steelers will go after quarterback in this post-Ben era. Oh, they definitely are. In the first they round. They definitely are, and it's between two. I believe they're happy sticking with the guys they got. They are going to either go with Liberty Liberty, Liberty Biberty, or they're going to go with... <laughs> Malik Willis? Liberty Biberty? Dan Marino, the second cometh. Kenny Pickett? Yes. Yeah. Pickett, to me, this guy is the biggest story coming in the draft this year. From what he did with the Pitt program and winning the ACC is just phenomenal. I mean, I believe this guy has a tool to step into the franchise quarterback. And after Pickett, to me, the talent drops off significantly. Significantly. Even your Liberty Liberty guy. Picking up somebody like uh, Pickett because, I mean, if you, if you even simply look at his ability to uh, – talking strictly throwing accuracy – um, throw in like a, uh, let's just say, hitting the numbers on a 38-yard strike down the sideline. Um, he, thro- he throws those, those type of patterns that, um, <laughs> let's just say with little effort. Um, I, I can just see Kenny Pickett being uh, similar to a Joe Burrow in, his, so, in, in the talent ability. He's going to have a better... Um, let's just say he's going to have, stays healthy. Yeah. He's going to have a, a solid. So where do you, where do you, where do you see Pickett will end? Where do you think he's going to land? If nobody picks him up before the Steelers, he's going to Steelers. Well, if you look at the teams here, I mean, Tomlin's in love with Willis because it's a toss up between the two of them. I mean, you look down the list here, you got starting with your first pick, you got the Jaguars. They got Trevor Lawrence. They're not going to grab him. Two, you got Detroit Lions. They got Jared Goff. They're not going to grab him. The first potential landing spot that I was um, looking at was the situation in Carolina. See, I'd even go earlier than that with Houston. They got Davis Mills. supposedly really likes Davis Mills. They say that to everybody (laughs) in the news, but I don't believe that. (laughs) The guy won a couple games. He threw nine touchdowns, a couple interceptions towards the end of the year, but... Big deal. Look at who they played. I mean, well, I don't think. Only one of the quarterbacks mm. in the top six teams has admittedly seen ghosts. I think it was the, <laughs> right. <laughs> Sam Darnold. But I think the head coach for Houston says that Davis Mills is our starter, and the GM said he's potentially our starter, which basically just leaves the door open for he's not going to be the starter, Davis Mills, in Houston. So I could see him going there or – 
then picking up a quarterback there with a need. The Jets have Zach Wilson. I think they've learned from the past that taking a QB is not really going to help their woes, so I don't see them grabbing a quarterback. The Giants love Daniel Jones for some reason. Yes, Carolina Panthers, I could see yeah. them grabbing a quarterback, potentially pick it. But the Giants do also have another pick in at pick seven. I, I have a question for you here. So Since we're talking about round one of this draft class here, how is it that every mock draft that I've noticed from other sports writers, zero running backs? Yeah. Zero. Pretty intense. Picked in the first round. Oh, man, we are blowing up here at the Ag Brothers studio. Um, yeah. There's it kind of blows, blows my mind right. that there isn't a lot of faith in any of the running backs this year. Yeah. They say the class for quarterbacks is thin, but I guess they think the running back class is even thinner. Okay, so. So, I want to talk more about Pickett. You going to talk more about Pickett? Oh, I was just going to, like, follow up the fact that the first three rated running backs I have out there is comparison. The first man is is I would compare him to Jonathan Taylor. The second to Joe Mixon. And a third to Miles Sanders. Top three running backs in this class. And okay. no first round picks of any of them. That's what they say. They said they don't want the they don't want any running backs. They could tackle too much. <laughs> Do you understand? They want to air the ball out. They want to air the ball out and they want to but they there is dance a, off the side of the field. There is a man that they is, don't want to run. There is a man in the draft that is a replica of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Who's gonna draft him? That is Kenneth Walker III of Michigan State. He's like another Jonathan Taylor. Where is he going to go? I hope he lands in Miami because if they get a running For back. For overall, overall, the entire position, he's ranked number 50 yeah. in all positions, at number one running back. Well, we'll see what happens on Thursday. But I've seen a lot he of mock up. He put up about 200. Can we talk y- about Pickett? We can. He put up <laughs> about 200 yards against Aiden Hutchinson's vaunted Michigan defense who Hutchinson's supposed to be one of the top two picks. Yeah. He ran the other way. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen him and went the other way. Mm. But back to Pickett, I've seen mock drafts take him first quarterback overall down to the fourth quarterback overall behind Malik Willis, Desmond Riddler, and... Uh, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, and Matt Malik Coral. Willis. I've Matt even seen Matt Cor- Coral get... Cor- Corral? Yeah, Corral yeah. get drafted higher than Pickett. I've never seen anything higher than Corral getting picked in the uh, actually thirty second. Yeah, the Lions. He got picked. Uh, I think it's like nineteenth. I seen in a mock draft. Hmm. But I guarantee Pickett is picked up in round one. He has to. This guy's too much upside not to be. So Jimmy, who? I have a question for you, Jim. Before we wrap this show up here today. Who do you want, Jimmy? Who do you want the Steelers to go out and grab in round one? Go out and grab in round one. Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson? Penn State wide receiver. Really? He might be uh, considered not the, you know, let's just say uh, the largest stature. Well, there is. A smaller frame, but I mean. This guy, I mean, talk about route running ability. 
Um, Jahan Dotson is, is the premier receiver in the entire draft for route running. Well, there is a few Penn State guys that are available for the Steelers probably when they pick. There's also the edge rusher, Abedeke. Yeah, he's out there. He'd be a nice one to grab too. I noticed, um, yeah, I saw him going potentially uh, a little bit later in the first round. Yeah. So, I mean, it's could be a bit of a reach at 20. Not that I really you know, think we're really missing a beat with Juju gone. But James Washington also left. Right. Um, so who's in our, you know, wide receiver stable right now? Deontay Johnson. We got Deontay Johnson, Chase, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Chase Claypool needs to step up and produce like he did rookie year. So Andy, if you're looking at Juju gone, James Washington gone, right. Ray Ray McLeod gone. Who, right. Who they even tried to incorporate in the receiving core. I mean, three receivers. And I don't mind any of them leaving, but that leaves—that leaves really your top two receivers right now: Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. And that's really your only two. And we know how Chase Claypool is fairly inconsistent with. Like, well, he's got a the drama that happened last year. Right, with him. he's got to perform like he did back in rookie so year. So bringing somebody like Jahan Dotson can really like tighten up yeah. that receiving core. So yeah, I mean those weapons in Trubisky's hands, which I project him to be the starter in Pittsburgh, he'll have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool to stretch the field, Johnson in the slot, and then he'll have Muth. Muth! Pat yeah. Fryer Muth out there, too. They so, can't have Miles Boykin as the number three receiver. Another weapon would be nice. They still got, uh, you know, they still got their man in the backfield there, you know, Najee. Najee's yeah. got great hands, too. Yeah, so when you look around the league as far as really potent offenses you really want the uh your receiving core to really have a you know a trio really three you know, obviously a three isn't going to be a number one but you want to have a pretty solid three right and Jahan Dotson is well beyond a Miles Boykin right like you look at the Rams they're going to have Cooper Cup they acquired Allen Robinson as our number two, and then you're still sticking with Van Jefferson as three. Right. So, so I mean, it's you got it's, three guys there that can contribute. If you're trying to mirror that, and it, when you look at Jahan Dotson as well, he was also a returner. Yep. For Penn State, and a very dangerous one. So, hey, you, you fulfilled a receiver plus a Ray Ray McLeod type person. Right. He could f- take care of two spots. Yep. A Juju and a Ray Ray. It'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting to see. I just love watching him in college. Nah. He, besides the route running, I think he has the best hands of any receiver in the draft. Interesting. So you're high on Dotson, and I'm high on Pickett. Got it. <laughs> Homegrown. PA. <laughs> That's right. I'm not even a big Pitt fan, but you know, Pennsylvania. I w- I'd like to see Pickett do well. Um, so this concludes our show. Make sure you tune in this Thursday. We're going to have a special half hour before the start of the draft, a pregame show. It'll be a live feed of our show on TikTok. It's at the Yak Brothers. Also, be sure to hop on our Facebook page, Yak Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast Show. Hit that like button and we'll invite you to our Yak Brothers private fan group where you can ask questions to us directly. And as always, our podcast can be found in almost every podcast. Uh, we are now on Apple's iTunes also. So, yeah, we'll catch you this Thursday, April 28th at 7.30 p.m. on TikTok. 
with our live NFL Draft pregame show. Peace out. Later.